All right, so we're back here on another Couch Coach Live. We're back here once again on a hump day. Um, Couch Coach Live, we're here. Um, you know, we got got our guys here. What's going on, JB? What's going on, Maui? Shit. Not much. Same old, same old. Yes, sir. We got special guests in the building. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not special guests. Hey, you know. We try to get you on at least twice a year. I know we, you know, we're trying to get you here. You know, you've been you've been grinding, man. Shout out to our guy, uh, Chris Bolton. What's up? What's going it, on? What's going on, man? Hey, man, not much, man. Life's good, you know. Yeah, man. He was on on a Christmas Day episode of Couch Coach Live, and hey, you know, it's it's Christmas in July again, so we here. <laughs> so yeah, man. We, I think we need. I think we gotta do that like every year, do the, the preview of the Christmas Day games. Man, like that every, was fun. I, I, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was rocking the Christmas sweater and all that. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, we can get the Christmas sweater. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. get my Grinch suit. All that. <laughs> yeah, man, we definitely gotta get that going. But yeah, hey, man. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, coach, you gonna have that ugly sweater on like you be rocking, man? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> always, always, always rocking the ugly, ugly Christmas sweater. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah, yes, right. indeed. So, man, Chris, you you've been pretty busy this summer. You know, most you know, you know, as far as like you know, you've been very, very busy, man. And you covered a very historic uh, college world series run. Um, the beloved yeah. Mississippi State. Bulldogs winning that, that College World Series, man. Let's, yes, sir. let's get into that. Your thoughts on uh, – not your thoughts, but just a recap. Just your th- everything, just how everything kind of played into um, – just your, just the ride. How was it, man? Man, it was, it was incredible. It was amazing. And honestly, it was unexpected. I mean, for, for one, State has never won a national championship. So, of course, you know, them winning this championship first ever in school history, that's a, a yeah. big deal. But when if watching this team all season, bro, you didn't really think they were just that amazing. They didn't have that one quality like, man, they're, they they can really bat. They put up some runs or, wow, the pitching right. is lights out day in and day out. It wasn't like that. They just knew how to win. I guess that was their quality. They just knew how to win, right. knew how to figure games out. So, man, just going on this ride, they they win the regional. Okay, of course, you no, know, we expected that. You know, they're hosting. They're going to win the regional. Go to Supers. It goes three games against Notre Dame. They get the win. Like, okay, we're going to the World Series. You know, Mississippi State, they always make it to the World Series. Then next thing you know, man, they, they win a couple games. Like, oh, um, they, they might be here a little while. They, they might try to do something. Then they right. mess around, make it to the championship series. Like, hold on now. Are they really about to do this? Like, is this, is this the team of all the teams that's about to win? A team that wasn't really just amazing throughout the year? And man, they they figured it out. It was it was crazy. Yeah. You would have. I mean, I was out there in Starkville when it happened. When they had the final out, I was in Starkville in Stark Vegas. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah, went, we I was, know. <laughs> I, was, I was at uh, in the district at the Cotton District, and man, you it was it was everything you expected to be. I mean, it was madness, crazy people hugging, screaming, cheering, crying. Yeah. The city didn't Beauty sleep sports, that night. Yeah. yeah, man, it was it was amazing. I never seen anything yeah. like it, and it's something I'm be able to tell my kids about one day. Right, right. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Hey, my so brother I, was there, man. My brother went to every game, and I'm looking at IG his story, and I'm like, man, what's going on? Because I work so much. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> and he just promoting state, and like, I'm like, and I watched the highlights today, man. And no offense, 
I did. I, you know, I haven't really watched a lot of sports. I've been working so much, man. So I said, I'm gonna sit down and watch the highlights. I'm not gonna disrespect Chris. I'm gonna go in there <laughs> prepared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but as they went, I just felt like the, you know, against Vanderbilt, man, they had them outfielders just running all over the place. It's like they didn't know what to do. It was just mm-hmm. straight. We're not gonna play straight dominance. They you know, miss- the no hitter. You can yes. tell, like you can just tell all around. Like, they was just together. Once the no-hitter mm-hmm. kept going, they was like, we're going to keep this going. We're going to keep this going. And then they're right. hitting. They, they running around. I was like, man, the outfitters look like, man, y'all going y'all gonna to help me? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't ease up. They didn't ease they didn't up. Ease up at all, they they add yeah. runs every inning, whether it's one run here, two runs there. And then they messed around, had that big home run, the three-run yeah. home run later. And that was the one that really sealed the deal. That's when – look, I'm going to tell you right now, Mississippi State fans, they have been – so close to win the championship. So this is the most anxious fan base there is. They are not – they will never be like, okay, we got this. No. No, this is this is the same fan base that saw um, Enrique Agumawale uh, knock down that three ball uh, from Notre Dame in the uh, Women's National Championship. This is mm-hmm. the same fan base that uh, beat UConn but got right there and lost to South Carolina – in the champion in the national championship game. Uh Dak Prescott and Mississippi State had made it all the way to number one in the country. Then they got brought back down to earth, losing a few games, didn't win a championship, didn't make the college football playoffs. So they this fan base has been through a lot. They they've seen the other team get right there. So after that home run, they finally could breathe a little bit like, okay, I, I think I think we got this one. We're up 7-0. I think we got this one. And there it is, okay. man. Um, so I have a question for you. Uh, coming from Vanderbilt's perspective, do you think uh, that Vanderbilt's uh, – do you think Vanderbilt getting that basically buy into the championship, do you think that came back to haunt them? Do you think they were not tested enough? Because it seemed like to me with Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt won game one, didn't they? They did. They had game yeah, one. Had but it seemed, yeah, but it seemed like once the going got rough that they couldn't uh, – they didn't handle adversity well. Um. You know, them talking about, like, getting the bias in, like, that uh, NC State. NC State, basically. NC State, because to me, what I got from it, my takeaway from the College World Series, is, like, maybe if NC State doesn't have that COVID outbreak, maybe we have NC State versus Mississippi State in the championship. And, yeah, yeah, because NC State was on fire. I mean, like, their run was, like, really impressive, and it was just unfortunate Mm -hmm. that they – Basically, uh, no. their their season was ruined by COVID. So definitely, bro. I mean, because they beat Arkansas, and Arkansas during yeah. the season was the number one team in the country. So they were the ones that got Arkansas up out of there in uh, super regionals and NC State. They were looking good. So you know, there is a good chance we could have had a Mississippi State NC State championship. But um, I mean, when you when you look at the rosters, though, Vanderbilt had a squad. You know, they, oh no, they did clearly. You know, you send two guys. <laughs> Top 10 in the Major League Baseball draft. You had two pitchers go top 10. Not, not, not just get drafted, but we're actually top 10 picks. Y'all know how the baseball draft is, bro. It's like 50 rounds. Yeah. It's 1,000 yeah. rounds in that thing. Yeah. So <laughs> they had Lighter. He did his thing game one. He was rested up. But as Mississippi State, they, they got that dog mentality, you know, pun intended. The, um, they, they just <laughs> they battled through one game, two. Didn't let game one affect them. Didn't let the, the uh, you know, Vandy getting extra rest and being able to pitch Jack Leiter on game one. They didn't let that affect them. 
won game two when they was out there on the mission game three. This, that game could have went for 18 innings, 27 innings, no matter how long it was going to take for them to get that win, they were going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, man, definitely. Yep. So, fellas, let's address the elephant in the room this week. Uh, so, uh, Stephen A. Smith, um, let's get that going. So, on first take on Monday, um, he, you know, just do talking and doing his thing. So, he pretty much they was talking about um, Shahei Atani, mm-hmm. um, the pitcher from the uh, Los Angeles. What? Yeah, they're Los Angeles and Anaheim. Angel, they're Los Angeles. Los Angeles, 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 Los Angeles. Yeah, 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 Los, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so, complicated. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, he went on first take and he said the, the following. Um, but when you talk about an audience gravitating to the two or to the ballpark to actually watch you, I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter. So you can understand what the hell he's saying in this country. Close quote. So I'm going to go around the room. Uh, Mal, your thoughts on uh, Stephen A. Smith's comments? Um, I've been tossing around which way I wanted to go. Bottom line is, it, it, in this climate now, and just in, in general, you shouldn't even say anything like that to me you know and I always talk about marketing too you ever notice that so I would never I don't think you should even say that and then it's baseball baseball is really an um, international sport and I don't know why this gentleman Chris just basically said talked about Mississippi State and how they was had all this anxiety you know, it's those things about sport. We know what I'm saying once they won and they was moving forward, that's that's the beauty of sport. You know what I'm saying? The friends that don't know each other, different races, giving the high fives and things of that nature. And when you have um you want the top players, you know what I'm saying, to play. So it should not make a difference if they need an interpreter or not. And I don't even understand why you even say that. Me personally, I think Stephen A is getting older and I think they overworking him. And he's on too many things. He looks, he looks, the more I see him now, and I have, I'm going to be honest with you, I've been working like crazy, and I haven't seen him much. He look, he's looking older and over every day, and he looks tired. You know what I mean? And I think, I just think he's doing too much. And then he says something out of the mind, almost look like he's freestyling or something. And then, then he has to apologize. You know what I mean? I think that, um, I think he needs to slow down some. You know, I think he's at a place in his life. I'm being honest, I think he's at a place in his career and in his life that he needs to slow down and then maybe he won't put himself in these predicaments anymore. That's my take. JB. So, I mean, this is not shocking for me. I mean, he's always crossing the line. And I think we're probably going to get into the Nigeria situation, maybe a little bit after this, but uh, you know, um, I, when you look at baseball, baseball is really, an international game. And, you know, as a person who who lived in Korea for 10 years, I can tell you that like baseball is huge in Korea. Um, I actually went to uh, the, the NPB, which is the baseball league in Japan is, the, is if you can't make it an MLB, you can go to the NPB and make some nice money there. Baseball is huge in Japan. And, you know, what difference does it make if the person can't speak English? I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand that, you know, like, uh, like, folks around the world in Asia love baseball, man. And most of 
the fans there can't speak English. And I mean, to even go further, the MVP of the American League last year, um, I can't think of his name right now. Um, he's from Cuba. He, when he accepted the MVP last year, he was not speaking English. He used the interpreter. So, I mean, I don't understand what that has to do with it. Um, I just, here's my thing, man. Like, uh, you know, like uh, Stephen A. Smith is just ignorant. Um, and I get tired of seeing this guy on TV with some of the stuff he's done. Um, you know, I've mentioned before on this show before, like the stuff that he did in the 2016 finals, like pitting Curry's wife. Yeah. Jose Obreu. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bar talks. I forgot his name. Jose Obreu. Um, bars, bars talks. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, but the stuff he was doing, um, he was pitting uh, Savannah against Curry's wife. And it's just like he just he goes too far sometimes. He, he's he's very ignorant and he's going to say the wrong thing one day. And he's going to end up getting fired. I mean, you know, Michelle Beadle already checked him when he made the comments about domestic violence, but she should have just kept to kept to himself. And he basically had to apologize or he got suspended. So, I mean. It's only a matter of time. He always is putting his foot in his mouth. And um, I, I hope we talk about this Nigeria thing later because I have a, a tweet that I saw that I thought was very powerful. But um, I digress. I, <laughs> I'm done with uh, my comments <laughs> at the moment. So, CB, what you got? I mean, I, I agree with the my, my fellow gentlemen on, on the panel. I mean, you know, I really think he's, like, like we just said, he's overworked. And it's is so much you're only if you're working so much and you got your hands and so many things you're bound That's to put your way. foot in your mouth you're, you're bound right. to mess up it's, it's only a matter of time so he's he's doing a lot and they have him all over the network you see him in the morning you see him during the day you see him at night i mean he's <laughs> he's always working so you know it's, it's only a matter of time before you mess around and say something um ignorant and that's what happened here and he got called out on it and he he has to do better. You, he needs to either you know be a little more calculated. I mean, I know he works yeah. hard, but you know, be a, a little more calculated. You know, work even harder to not say anything you know wild and ignorant, and or even just slow down so you can do that. So you can really you know make sure you right. have the takes together. And, and you know what? I would give him a pass if this was the first time this had happened. I would say, oh man, this is just like him being overworked. This is a slip of a tone. But right. it seems like almost every year. It, it seems like almost every year something like this comes up. Right. And to me, that's why I'm kind of not wanting to give him a pass about him being overworked. I mean, if he's feeling overworked and he can't control what he has to say, he needs to talk to ESPN. And be like, look, can you cut back my schedule? I know he's in his 50s now. He's too but like, 50, yeah, and I, oh, I, oh, I, I, I agree. Found and look, it's, I found it's, out it's, it's hard to say work me less when you're making 12 M's. Right. Oh, yeah, I, I, agree. I, right. I found out he started, I found that he, he started on Hot 97 with, well, I think, Moni, Moni Love, something like that. Uh, R&B singer, he's one of the original Hot 97 people. Ain't that crazy? And I'm sitting yeah. here like, mm-hmm. I never knew that. And this was like, he's trying to take that drama and bring it in. I just think that he's at a place. He's been there for some years. He got, he needs to have one show and then just focus on that show, man. And then, you know what I mean? And Stop putting yourself like, into that predicament, I, man. One of the one also thing is, I'm not sure how fluent, just to go in another direction, I don't know how fluent Stefan Marbury is in, in Chinese, but that didn't stop him from being praised and, and loved when he played basketball right. there and becoming a sensation. They have a right. statue of this man out there. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we can't make that, I don't think you can make that same comment and say, like, you know, Otani isn't good for baseball when 
I don't know about y'all. I watched the home run derby. I haven't watched that in a minute. Right. But I wanted to see how Otani right. was going to do. So he's he's a big deal. Is right. Major League Baseball hurting? Is it hurting right now? No. I don't think so because we're talking no, about really. it. And how much do we ever talk about baseball? Well, they were hurting last year um, due to the pandemic, but 2019 was a great year for baseball. I think baseball had actually finally fully recovered from that 94 strike. They made so much money in revenue in 2019, and this year they're making a bunch of money. I mean, this guy's from Japan. Um, Japan might not be a big country, but 130 million people live in Japan, and a lot of them, the games come on TV there, so there is a renewed interest, and the MLB is making money because these Japanese networks are buying the rights to the games. So right. I mean, he's good for the game. He's he's generating revenue. Um, when when I went to Japan, um, you know, back in I went there three times. I went there once in 2010, 2016, and it's just amazing when there are Japanese players. There's like so much merchandise being sold. You have people wearing the hats, the jerseys. You know, the people are at the bars watching the Milwaukee Brewers. It's it's crazy. You would never think that a person from Japan would yeah. be rooting for the Milwaukee Brewers, but because right. Japanese players are playing. In these cities, I mean, you know, it, it's good, man. And even in Korea, you've seen an influx of Korean players in the game. So, like now, uh, uh, Ryu uh, Hyunjin, who plays for the uh, who plays for the Blue Jays now, he came in with the Dodgers. And um, my friend, who still lives there, he's like, you know, they're showing Blue Jay games every day now. Blue Jay, uh, you know, Korean people are becoming more familiar with uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and some of the other people. So, I mean, this is good for the game when you have people from different countries playing in the MLB. Yeah. It's good. It's right. great. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and the thing, the thing that gets me, well, first, Sam, I know Rachel Nick is finally going to have a quiet night tonight. In the last 48 hours, she's had a very quiet night. The pressure's off for her at this point. But in all seriousness, Stephen A. Smith, this is another thing where I don't think it's more so it's him as far as him being overworked. They're putting him, they're putting him in spots where he really doesn't know the knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. That's that I think that's where it really, really what ultimately boils down to. Because mm-hmm. most of the time when he when we when he talks about stuff that's non-basketball, he misses the mark. Oh yeah, regardless, regardless of the thing. But this one, you look at it from a standpoint of it's it's an international game. You don't really fall. It's 2021. The game is global. Every sport is global now. You don't have to rely mm-hmm. on a U.S. Yeah. audience. That's just like saying that's just like you saying Yao Ming 20 years ago when he came in the league. Oh, he needs interpreter. That's bad for the league. No, it made it helped the league grow because now mm-hmm. they have a cultural icon. And, and y'all mean in the same you know, type of situation. And the thing about it, and I just found it just very weird. Like, this is another situation where you got to read the room and with these type of situations. You know, like, I, I forgot, I think you, JB, was talking about it. Time period and what, what's going on in, in this climate for you to say something of this nature, you know, that's not going to fly. So yeah. for you to even kind of even make that kind of statement to yourself is like, all right, I need to I need to kind of check and kind of what this is about. But I, like it's another thing with Stephen A. Just, and I'm not surprised because and I think he and sometimes sometimes I sometimes I feel like he, he does this stuff intentional in a sense just oh, just yeah. to get. Just, yeah. just to get the thing because when you sit down, like, he used to say a lot of weird stuff. Like the other week, he was saying, you know, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I think about is how, um, how I can make my boss more money and how much I can get more of it. Right. And <laughs> I'm thinking, that's to myself, who he is. 
that's right. who that's he is. Saying. He's the guy. He's the guy that he that that they put out there. Like you just said, yeah. we're not talking about Rachel Nicholson right now. We talk about him. Yeah, you know what I'm I mean, saying. Yeah, and I mean Howard Bryant made this point on the Dan Levitar show, but just saying like you know, there's a difference between media and journalists. I mean, right. Stephen A. You know, he he was a journalist, but that's not what he is right now. He's part of the media, media. You know, sports media, talking about everything, getting trying to get those buzz going. You know, putting clips on Twitter and having people talk about it and blow up. And that's that's evident here. You know, what I'm saying like this is he's right. he's not a journalist. You know, that's that's not what he's got going on right now. So this is this is another case of you know the bad sports media when when stuff like this happens. Yeah, yeah. actually, to um to James' point, where he said he's only he's only his uh his brand now shout the bars uh you know he's right I mean, I, and that's what, like, bar, back bars back dropping the bars bars mm-hmm. <laughs> little <Lord> daniel jones <laughs> the bars. but you know he kind of like you know for me with everything going on a lot of and he's been getting a lot of heat lately a lot and you can see his weighing on him too it seemed i really believe like this situation in nigeria and even this one it kind of like was said just to calm some things, some some things down around that station because they was getting a lot of heat. You know what I mean? A lot of heat, and I think that's what he's there for. I hate to say that. The more and more I'm, I'm trying to keep my mouth shut from not saying it, but I'm really thinking that's probably part of his contract. You know, you my cleanup guy, you can take it. You know what I mean? And like I said, <laughs> he comes from. I didn't know this. Like I'm talking about early hot '97. I'm talking about with all the drama and crazy stuff they used to do before they got big. He was a part of that crew. I'd never heard that before. That shocks me. You know what I mean? But again, I feel like he's a little overworked. And what I mean by that is that he got to be on everything. Like, why are you at UFC? Don't nobody care. Last time you did that, you and um, Joe Rogan got into it. You know what I mean? Just do basketball and football, man. It seemed like you that's what you got somewhat of your knowledge Whoa, for. Just stay out and, and even with football though, Maui, he, man. He, like no, he, he he'll be saying he'll be saying <laughs> he'll be saying somebody's on the team and they're not on the team or they're injured and stuff like he just needs to do basketball. Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry yeah, he, right. yeah, yeah. he was yeah. on the yeah. And Teddy Bruce, Baby, Teddy you Bruce just saying that because he dogged the Cowboys, man. No, I'm not. no, 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 no. I'm no. Messing, I'm messing. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Him um, you know, you have to have the resident uh cowboy haters on every network so like it's shannon right. and it's him so i just i don't right. take anything they say serious but no nah, man you know even with the ufc thing like you know um like joe rogan was trying to tell him like look man like you can't say some of the stuff you're doing and then you want to come to these events like these people are going to host up because he was trying to say oh well i'm so and so was scared and like joe rogan fought in ufc he's you know, done MMA and like what Joe Rogan says, sometimes when you are a UFC fighter, and this even happens with boxing, sometimes you get hit so hard, you're rocked, you don't know what to do. And it's not about you being scared. It's just sometimes shock. you're shocked, shocked <laughs> right. because um, right. you know, that's what happened to um homeboy uh uh against Tyson Fury. I mean, he got rocked early in the fight and he just was never the same. It was like he was shell-shocked. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and then you know, Stephen A. Smith was posted a video like he was strained, like, look, man, I'm just gonna say this, man. Joe Rogan would beat the mess out of him if they fought in a UFC yeah, fight. Yeah, Joe Rogan yeah. would would destroy him, and you know, Stephen A. Smith can queen. pretend like he, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> Joe Rogan would destroy this guy. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, with his ass. Yes, his ass. yes, he would. <laughs> but he, I just again, I think that he's he's getting that twelve million for. I really, I think he underpaid. Because he, oh, he's, he's everywhere. He's always yeah. been. Uh, yeah, everywhere. he's everywhere. He's all over the place. Like yeah. you got Greeny and Golik. Like man, we gonna get paid. We gonna sit right here and do one show, 
and we good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stephen A's been there long enough that he should have yeah. one show. And then you know what? I bet you he probably he might not even be in the predicament that he in. You know what I mean? But anyway, it is what it is. It's Stephen A. But yeah, I mean, because what you think he do? He do um, his first take. He got his own other show like on ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. He do the Sports Center. I think like once a week. Did he do Man. all the fights and stuff? He do. He's yeah. everywhere. He and, and, yeah. and he get ready to be on the soaps. I think he get ready to have a. Right, um, I don't know soaps, if it's right? gonna be a. I don't think it's gonna be a recurring role, but I think he's gonna have a significant time. I think he's gonna have an action scene this time. I think he's gonna. I think he's. He's gonna have more of a prominent role on General Hospital this time than I think he's had in the past. Have you Have you noticed none of his shows make it? Like his actual show on ESPN, like he's had like three or four. They yeah. never make it. It's like he just better off. I, you oh, know what I'm saying? Thing. Like, yeah, like just that's all he needs to be. Like he don't need to do nothing else. But that's why he keep he's just narcissistic and he's selfish. You want everything to be about him. Well, I wouldn't say it's, it's him being selfish. I think it's more so the network pushing him to do these things yeah, because because it's almost. And I don't know if you guys, I, Chris. I don't know if you remember. I don't know. If, did we talk about Addison Ray in the group chat the other day? Remember, you know Addison yeah, Ray from the yeah. UFC. What she. Because, you know, the influence of her, you know, as far as she was supposed to get that gig at UFC, but, you know, she was in only three months or whatever. It said mm-hmm. third. But she had, like, four million followers. So mm-hmm. so she had four million followers, so that's why she got that gig. And the same thing for Stephen A. Smith. I just think that people, he oh. he draws ab, ab, um, he draws ass to his content, fairly or not. But people, people love Stephen A. Smith. May not, you know... You know, he has millions. Like, of we got so, to. Yeah, I mean, to. he's there. We got to because he's there. What is, mm. Not necessarily. I mean, no, you, people, people do necessarily. Do you don't know. have to. Yeah, people love him. That's people what I'm saying. Love, you know, he's he's a draw. He no like choice. he's a. We don't he's, have no choice. You have to. They, they like baby Steve. They like baby Steve. People like the energy. People love Right. People like that. Right. He's a talent. People like it. It's 2021. You have a multitude of choices. Like Stephen Smith isn't the only person. He's not like this. Ain't like the yeah. old days where you just had like the yeah. Like, um, who else? Uh, you know, um, Dan Rather. All those guys. Like you just had one right. news anchor, whatever. You got tons right. of people, but yeah. people love Stephen A. Smith. I mean, I'm telling you, it's gonna be one day we gonna watch it. And Stephen A. gonna be like, Hey, how you doing? What's up? Hey, Molly. Hey, Mac. He gonna fall asleep. Because the last two days I've seen him, he looked like... Yeah, because you think about it. Think about it. On me. <laughs> right, because he was at UFC. UFC, that was in Las Vegas, wasn't it? Was that in Vegas? I forgot where it was at. But anyway, it was just that point. But then he gets on a plane to go to Milwaukee. And then he back in New York on Monday. And then he probably going to Milwaukee tonight. Well, he, you know, so dudes everywhere. <laughs> He's like, like Visa. He's like yeah, he's, he's, all, he's all over the place. But like you said, it's that's ESPN just putting them in, in situations because they love him. They they you know why not? I mean, he's 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 the money maker. He's, he's a money maker. He's the one. He's he's carrying ESPN. He is. You some can't spell Stephen Smith without ESPN. <laughs> some days I wake up just to figure out what could I do to make House Coach Live more money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting it, baby. I know he was. I couldn't believe it. I was like, when he said that, I thought he got hacked. I thought he was hacked, just like Jason J. Will. 
no, he was yeah. on that yak. That's what was wrong with him. He was on that, was that yak. Like, who says that? Like, I understand. I, mean, I it come from him. I, I get it. But yeah. So that's like a little USA basketball. So, um, yeah. all right. So we had um, two exhibitions that didn't go well. Um, <laughs> obviously, uh, the Nigeria 90 to 81 loss, 90, 90 to 87 loss, and then mm-hmm. Australia, uh, led by a guy, Patty Mills. <laughs> Patty Mills. <laughs> yes, yeah. Sir. He, yeah, he t- they, tapped into that. That twenty was it? Twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty fourteen Spurs. Patty Mills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They lost Australia, but then they bounced back um, yesterday and won uh, one hundred eight to eighty to Argentina. <laughs> so, fellas, the biggest question mark is: Should we panic after two exhibition losses? I'm gonna go with you first, JB. Your thoughts? Should we panic? No, not really, because uh, the roster is not completely set yet. You actually have three good people that are going to be coming to the team soon. And uh, and what Drew Holiday, Middleton and uh, Devin Booker, who are definitely going to, you know, lessen the low. So some of these people who have been getting time um, in these games thus far are probably not going to be playing in the Olympics. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. But um, I'm just going to throw this out here. Uh, Pop is the coach, right? Yep. Mm hmm. I'm sorry to say this, man, but I think Pop is cooked as a coach. I think he's cooked. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen I, – I, I haven't really been impressed with what he's done in the last, like, four or five years. I understand that, you know, you had three Hall of Famers that you had for your whole time, but I just really haven't been impressed with what Pop has done with that team. Um, and actually, you could make the argument that he's the one who ran Kawhi Leonard off because he – like let Tony Parker and Ginobili put things out in the media about uh, about about uh, Kawhi and Kawhi basically was like fuck this I'm I'm out of here but I I don't have a lot of confidence in Greg Popovich anymore I, I really mm. don't but um, I wouldn't be worried about it. I still think that they're the favorite um, like I mentioned before Booker uh, Booker Middleton and uh, and Holiday oh, will be coming and you know like all, one of the big things with FIBA man. FIBA is definitely more physical uh, than like the NBA yeah. game is. The rules are a bit different, um, but Booker is going to be huge for the team because with Booker and with KD, you're going to have two people who can create their own shot. And I think that was one of the big things that killed them um, in the FIBA World Cup in 2019. They really only had one person in Kimba who could create his own shot. But now you have, you're going to have KD and you're going to have Booker. So I'm not worried about it too much. It's a, it's an exhibition, but I am worried a little bit about the coaching staff. Are they going to be able to put, push the right buttons? Um, I thought Pop was like, you know, a master game planner. I thought he made really, really, really good in-game adjustments, um, you know, um, in his heyday of coaching. But like uh, like I mentioned before, I haven't really been impressed with what he's done as a coach like uh, in the last like four or five years, really. See, for me, it's not a matter. I'm really not concerned about pop. For me, it's really a matter of my. I'm not panicking. My concern. I have concern about this team. I'm not going to panic. I do have concern though. But I had concern when they first released the rosters. I think it's the roster construction. And even when they get those other guys back, when you look at this team, one, it lacks a true big man that has that can bring rim protection. You know what I'm saying? They don't have that on this team. There is no rim protection on this team for real. And also, they don't have a floor general. Drew Holiday, combo guard. But when things get tight, they have plenty of guys who can go get buckets. Damian Lillard is a quote-unquote point guard, but, I mean, he's a 2021 point guard. He's a 
he's a guy who you know might classify as a point, but he's out there to get buckets. You know what I'm saying? He's not he's not really a true floor general. So they're missing I, that floor general on this team. Yeah, I I I, I feel you there. Um, I think that they do lack rim protection, but I don't think that their lack of a center is going to kill them because I'm looking at some of the teams uh, that are in there. I mean, like which yeah, it's I not mean, Rudy, kill them. Yeah, but yeah, but the concern I, I think more of them. Yeah, I think that them. I think them not having a point guard definitely could could help because, yeah. like, I think that yeah. I definitely think a person like a, even at 36 years old, I think a person like a Chris Paul could definitely help them out when uh, they go and get stuff. Like, yeah. this would be Aaron Fox, or I'm not sure. Did they make the call to get Trey Young? I mean, I haven't heard anything, but a Trey Young, someone who yeah, can facilitate yeah. on the court, run that pick and roll, and dime right. everybody, you know what I'm saying, that kind of player. So they, they're missing that floor general. And if there's a close game moving forward, and you need someone to get everybody in their right spots, get everybody, you know, get the right <clears throat> shot. That might be something that pops back up and is a problem for this team. But you look, I mean, they the town is crazy. You know what I'm saying? This is it's an all-star yeah. team. They should load everybody out, even yeah, with those feels. with so, those lack. <clears throat> so so Chris, um I, so Chris, uh I, I guess you're not a believer in uh Kevin Love as being a rim protector. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't a believer in him being on this roster. <laughs> right, right. He was a uh, he was a uh, he was a uh, he was a diversity hire. <laughs> All right, Jalen. All right, All right, Jalen. Keep, um, keep getting them what they want. So I got a question. I got a question for you guys. I'm gonna do the rosters. I wrote it down. You got Bam, Bill, KD, Grant, Love, Green, Holiday, um. Avine, Tatum, Middleton, Dame, and Booker. Out of all of them, who got the who got the best basketball IQ? KD, probably KD. KD's KD does. There. KD. I say, Dray, I, I say Draymond Green. Draymond has a great IQ. Draymond, yeah, yeah. I think so. I Bam know, has a great basketball IQ. Yeah, Bam. Right. Yeah. I, 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 the reason I said they don't have a floor generalship, but I still and I don't think. He's not a true point guard, but I feel like he could bring the ball up and set everybody in the position they need to be at. You know what I mean? A coach on the floor. Because I don't see nobody else on here that I can say is be a coach on the floor than Draymond Green. You know what I'm saying? But I do not like this roster. I looked at it and I said, it looks like that that team that lost, they got the bronze and the tallest oh, player, yeah, the, the tallest player on that team. Was, 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 what, look, you know what their problem was? Look, Larry Brown? Yes. I even though I, and I'm a Tar Heel guy. And you oh, know, hold it, on. It and, and Tim Duncan. That was a tallest guy. He couldn't even yeah. jump. And it, it pains me to talk bad about Larry Brown. <laughs> really yeah. deep down in my heart. It, it, it pains me to talk about Larry Brown that way. You but, had like there's another Carl one. Mello. Mello. DMPs. <laughs> Look, you had Mello, LeBron. And 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 oh, didn't Iverson play on that squad? Yeah, hey, hey, uh, Tim. 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 was balling. Yeah, he was the only one that was balling. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> he's like, I don't want to play the young guys. They don't play defense. You're losing. You need to do something. Yeah, that's 2014. That's 2014. That's 2014 was really sad. But you know, I, I don't even think that was their best roster because you know a lot of people backed up because Greece was having a lot of problems at that time, and there was like yeah. some fear that there were going to be a terrorist attack. So a lot of the players, like you know, Kobe didn't even play uh, right. in 2004. Right. So I mean, like they didn't have the best squad. But yeah, Larry Brown definitely didn't do any favors. He was just being stubborn, and I think that uh, championship he won <laughs> that summer kind of went to his head. 
It sure did. <laughs> yeah, and oh, and, and poor kids in Memphis. Oh Lord, bless those but kids, I'm, Chris. I'm not saying I'm worried. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned though. I am though. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like yeah. I'm, I wrote it down. At first, I was thinking today, like, no, nah, they good. They got Tatum. They and I'm like, man, look at this squad. Like, you know, it's a bunch of ifers on here, man. Like, it's some dudes that ain't even been in. When it's crunch time, do we want Draymond to be the one that's the guy who has the ball in his hands? That he he's not the one that can create his own shot for real. No, 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 so no, no he's really not. Need... He's not. He's not. But he. But I'm no offense. But when those games when they were really dominant, I know he older. He was the one bringing the ball up. It wasn't Steph. He was. He was. Yes, he that's was. That's all I'm saying. That's all that, I'm saying. Like, yeah, I get it can that. open that's it up. That's something good to run during the game. Right. But when it's right. crunch time, that's that's why I have a concern. Because if it is a close game, you want somebody who has that okay. capability of running the offense for real. And all right, Chris, I was reaching. Okay, I was reaching. So who the hell else we gonna put on here? Holiday. I'm still worried about him tonight. Um, Dame Dollar. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Those, hey, those guys hey, he are got great players, feet. but they're, they're great in, in situations where they have to, like, necessarily be that guy that's leaning right. on for real. And when you have a, a team full of guys who are used to being in that role, everybody can't be in that role now. Right. So and, we'll see how it works out. Right, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. you you know, and as far as rim protection goes, um, maybe I'm – in the minority here, but I really like Bam. I, I think Bam could be your actual yeah, rim yeah. protector if you get yeah, if you give if 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 you give if you give him running. Bam is actually really athletic. He can switch and stuff like that. So That's I just true, think it's man. gonna come. It's gonna come down to like whether like Pop actually gives some minutes. I think that their two best rim protectors on the team are probably Draymond and uh, mm-hmm. Bam. But um, no, I, I I feel you about like the the point guard situation because Drew is not really a point guard. He's a combo guard. Dame. It's not really a point guard. He's like uh, a flamethrower. Yeah. So yeah, but, you might have a situation where Bam gets in foul trouble, and now we're yeah. playing Draymond at the five. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. This, this, this ain't young leg Draymond. This ain't my boy's 2016. Right. Like, well, exactly. Let me ask you, yeah. who do y'all think they should get besides Trey Young to come? Which I I, I agree with because you know. But what other point guard do you think they should ask to play? Like I, I'm 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 just saying. What y'all think, Lonzo? I y'all like Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, or Chris Paul. Yeah. Like you say, even, I think yeah. I even 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 at thirty six year old Chris Paul, I would take for this. Right, you got to run. Me, I would take him. I'm gonna say Chris Paul. He's not gonna do that though. Even if the final. No, he's not. No, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Even I would even take that. Like as far as yeah. if I had a choice, I'm not saying I've had a choice. Mm-hmm. If he was like you know, yeah, I would definitely I would pick him. You know, just for just that. For that role alone himself, or I don't he, want him to be like our primary scorer. I mean, even but, a, a K Cunningham could have been on this team. Yeah. Oh, My. the Houston Rocket, Detroit uh, Pistons. Detroit Pistons, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, K Cunningham yeah. could have been on this team and maybe been a guy who can help run the offense. You know, I would take yeah. him over Kevin Love right now. Right, I was. I, I, I got to go Olympic Mellow. I was to go Olympic Mellow. Shout out to class. I I would take D Rose. Like it's a bunch of play. I'm just I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, and I was saying, damn, Lonzo Ball wouldn't be bad. You know, he at least he passed the ball. You know what I mean? Well, Lamelo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lonzo. Oh, yeah. oh my God! Wait till the Olympics get him and both Ball brothers. Oh man, they messed up. See the league. I need to be in marketing. 
See, that don't make no damn sense. But that'd be, yeah. <laughs> He'd be lopping it up. Yeah, that'd be crazy. But you know, but the other thing I'm thinking about too, like maybe they did reach out to some of these guys and these guys declined because you know there was like really a, a quick turnaround. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of players are yeah. just like, I don't want to play in the Olympics and then know that like, you know, three, four weeks later I'm at the report in training camp. I'm my right. body needs to recover. So I think that that's and, the other issue. Like it's that it's just such a quick turnaround. So and, you know and the circumstances and, behind and, it all. Right. I'm about to say, you know, they might have reached out to a Trey Young, and he we do know he has that bone bruise. Bruise, yeah. yeah that yeah. takes some time to heal up. Yeah, and then you think about now with this whole virus situation where you're going into an area where, you know, cases are like doubling, tripling by the day, and now you're not going to have any spectators, and you're pretty much going to be almost like in a bubble once again. You know, mm-hmm. something you're probably going to have that same type of experience, um, you know, these next couple of weeks. So a lot of people like maybe 2024, but not not this year. I'm out. They just got to take it serious, man. I mean, it ain't the expect. It's going to be harder now. The expectation shouldn't be like it was when Jordan and all them played because we knew they was going to dominate. But, you know, but I mean, they got to take got to take it a little serious. The the USA did the world no favors when they hired. Oh yeah, but they 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 hired, they hired yeah. MJ Magic and, and Larry to come. Man, that's, that was ridiculous. That, that wasn't even necessary. Was they had to go yeah. that hard. <laughs> and Lord and Lord, they would have had Shaq on that team because remember Shaq was supposed to be on there, and then they, oh my then Christian Leitner was scratched in. Yeah, and right. man, oh man, I tell you that was yeah. But, but oh the, yeah, the game has changed, and you know everybody's got better. But um, after you know, as far as the opponents, so y'all, yes, definitely not gonna be that ninety two. Uh, never, I don't think that's ever gonna happen again. The, the the world the world has caught up with with um <laughs> with us yeah, for the, the most part. The world is catching up, and we just we can't just depend on our talent anymore. We we actually right. have to play solid basketball. You know, this is a yeah, time yeah. where you can go out there, roll the ball on the court, and they just do their thing and win. I mean, you got to you got guys coming hard at you now who are skilled. Like we said earlier, uh, sports is international, so right. uh, yeah. basketball is a global game. Yeah. Yeah, but sh- shout out to the shout out to the to the USA basketball kids, man. They look like they're gonna be they gonna be a problem one of these days. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I like dang look Draymond Green. I like good lord. Him, him, <laughs> and, him, and, uh, him and Deuce. I like good lord. These oh, kids be. Yeah, yeah, that boy three years old. I'm like, good lord. Oh, like that boy's gonna be that boy gonna be a problem. He's gonna be like uh what's your kid? Kitchen Perkins son. Oh yeah, <laughs> a little stone. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably gonna play football. Shoot, he gonna be playing basketball. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> so, fellas, let's talk about the NBA Finals, guys. Um, just gonna just talk, uh, just around the horn, talk about the NBA Finals. Your thoughts on um the NBA Finals and um just keys to a game for a victory um for. Um, the Suns and the Bucks. I'm gonna go with you first, JB. Your thoughts on the series and keys to win uh, for the night. The series has been kind of what I would have expected it to be after three games, uh, two one Suns. Um, uh, so I think keys to victory uh, for the Suns. They just need to finish quarters better this time around. Like they had some really ugly finishes to the second quarter and the third quarter, which like basically you know. It, that was the difference in the game, actually. Like, uh, at one point, uh, the game was like a, what, a three-point lead at some point towards in the second quarter, and they pushed the lead up to 15. And then the third quarter, they cut it down to four. And then 
Next thing you knew, Milwaukee had pushed it up to like 18. So, I mean, you have to finish quarters good. I think for Milwaukee, um, their, their guys have to like step up, you know, like uh, Middleton had a good game. Drew Holiday played better. Bobby Porter's played good off the bench. Like it's going to be the others that um, are going to have to step up for them because uh, kind of like what I expected, I expected for if Giannis played for Giannis to have a monster series, like they don't really have that guy that's physically strong enough to kind of stonewall him. Like uh, you kind of saw like uh, the last two playoffs, like uh, what Toronto did with Kawhi, putting Kawhi on him. Kawhi is susceptibly strong kind of stopped him at the point of attack. And then uh, what Miami was able to do with Baum, putting Baum on him, actually. Um, but if you don't have that guy that's physically strong enough to start uh, to uh, kind of, like, stop Giannis, he's he's a, he's a huge problem. So um, DeAndre Aiden, as good as he is, he just doesn't have that upper body strength. So um, Giannis is going to have another big game. Um, kind of, this is what I expected for him to do uh, in the Brooklyn series as well. Um, it's just going to come down to Ken Middleton and Holiday hit enough shots. If they have one of their stinkers, then uh, Phoenix is probably going to win. And the other thing I'm going to say also as well is that uh, just if this game is close tonight, I, I favor the Suns. Like I, I don't like Milwaukee's clutch time offense. Like They've been pretty bad in close games, except for like the Brooklyn game, the game seven against Brooklyn uh, when uh, – when uh, Katie ran out of gas at the end of the game. Um, but uh, yeah, like I think if Milwaukee is to win this game, they're going to have to win this game by double digits, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What you got, Maui? Your thoughts on the series? Um, and- you know, I'm really looking, I want the, I really want the Bucks to win. Um, so like um, what I see is um, control the pace. Um, and definitely they already out rebounding and, and things of that nature. Just, um, <clears throat> Don't just settle for the jump shot. You know what I mean? And I think eventually you're going to have to make a, like a 12-footer and this, this, and that, but don't settle for the jump shot and stay aggressive. You cannot play with the Suns team. You have to stay aggressive. You know what I mean? Because they're fast-paced. You know what I mean? I think, like, everybody praised Chris Paul. No disrespect, but they scared me worse when he wasn't playing because they was fast, man. You know what I'm saying? And it was a little more um, arrogant and aggressive when it came to their defense. They have hack you, throw you down, you know what I mean? Chris Paul seemed like they keep him a little slower to me, but my um my key um to the Suns is basically um you know Booker not get as frustrated um when he's not you know when he's not making his shots um and just stay aggressive. You know what I mean? Like they have and keep I think if they keep the pace up, if they keep the this you know move a little faster, I think that um they could be uh, they can kind of like uh make the bucks a uh, little little incurrent um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they really can beat them up like mentally, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like you know what I'm saying? Like oh man, I don't know if we're gonna be to catch up, you know? It's almost something like they give up. But from the bucks standpoint, I wanted them to move up, but then I start paying attention. I said no, just go ahead and control the pace as much as they can, and just stay aggressive with that. And and then because I believe Middleton is going on, um, he didn't have a good game last game. I think he's going to have a good game this one. And of course, I think Giannis, he seemed like he's getting healthy, he's getting confidence. Um, just keep doing what we're doing and definitely get Aiden out the game. You know what I mean? Because Aiden is the gym, it's Chris mm-hmm. Paul, but Aiden is the one, he's the gym. I think if they get him out, then you know, <laughs> it, it's all about them bucks. But you know, I'm happy to see Giannis 
because me, Giannis is the right now the big superstar on the on the floor. And you know, when it gets to these games, that's who you realize. You know what I mean? And then also the coach, he sh- he should have more. It should be he should be out coaching Monty because he's got more experience. You know what I mean? So, but I know y'all been like dragging him through the mud. People have been dragging him. Bud's been doing better this series, man. Bud is actually he's coached pretty he's coached pretty well. I and think, he should. He's adjustments. been here. Yeah, he he's been here. And um, you know, I'm just like I said, I'm going for the Bucks. I'm you know, and um, and I, I'm just I'm happy for Giannis finally realizing he that beast. I felt like he was missing for a minute, but now he's a little getting more healthy. So, but yeah, go ahead. yeah, for- yeah. What you got, Chris? For me, um, the key for the Bucks, you have to get Aiden out the game. I expect the right. Bucks to attack, attack, yeah. attack. Because yeah. the Suns, they weak up front. If Aiden yeah. comes out, we putting in Frank the Tank, Frank Kaminsky. That's the, that's the big man that down low for the Suns now since uh, Sarge is out. <laughs> Frank the uh-huh. Tank. Yeah. No nah, man, that ain't finna, that ain't gonna fly. <laughs> so he's not stopping Giannis. So no, I mean get Aiden out the game. Attack, attack, attack. If they do that. The Bucks win easy. Get Aiden in foul trouble. That's the number one thing for them. For the Suns, I think they have to outshoot. They have they have to knock down threes. They got to outshoot the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, well, Booker! Booker's got to have a better game. Booker was yeah. this one. Yeah, but yeah, even, yeah, yeah, even the rest yeah. of the wings, man. I'm talking Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder. Mm-hmm. They need to knock down threes because we know the Bucks are going to dominate points in the paint. I feel like you know. This this seems like I feel like Giannis tapped into his 06 Wade flow. Like he right. knows he can't yeah. be stopped. He's gonna get a bucket whenever he wants to. He's it's clicked for him. He's he's hitting the fadeaway on the block, the little mid-range. He's getting to the rack. He'll airball a free throw and come back and cash a second one. My boy unfazed right now. He in the zone. Okay. He's gonna be all right. Yeah. So right. the Suns, they got knocked down threes. And also, if Middleton has a good game. And I'm talking like 22 plus. This game is not close. Because you, I'm telling you right now, you go ahead and lock Giannis for 40. For the rest of this series, you can go ahead and lock him down for 40 points. He's gonna mm-hmm. get you 40 points. He's gonna get you 12 boards. It sounds crazy, but he's, it's, it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? They can't stop him right now. So yeah. I, I think the Bucks are gonna win four straight. I think the Bucks gonna win this in six. Okay. It, it, it's yeah. very reminiscent to to the Miami Heat. Dallas I, I said that. I said that, Chris, but I didn't want to go there. <laughs> but I said that. <laughs> but one more thing, I, I feel like they playing – they also play um, defense on – what is his name, Bridges? That's, mm-hmm. that's his name, right, for the Suns? Yeah. Because he usually be the silent dude in the corner and knock down threes and nobody's sticking him. And what I saw this time is say, okay, they making him put the, put the ball on the floor and right. him have to dribble. You know right. what I mean? Which take a whole different concept, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. once you get a little lead. Yeah. And definitely huge shout out to Cam Michael Jordan Johnson. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Yo, that dunk was crazy. But um, so fellas, I found a question. So we all know about the whole taco thing, right? As far as the comeback, if if the team is down at halftime, they come back, you get a taco. Is this the night we get tacos? I'm going go with you first, Chris. Will we we get tacos tonight or no? I'm keeping the buck with you, no. I think <laughs> I, I think Milwaukee gonna dominate this thing from the from the, okay. from the jump. I think they're going to get Aiden out of there. I think they probably win by like 12, 14. No tacos, Chris? All right. No tacos. Um, Maui, tacos and all. No, because I think through this whole 
this whole playoffs, I think that they finally ran into a, some some real big man. I mean, you know, I'm a Laker, so AD was hurt. Draymond, um, I mean, Drummond looked like he didn't know what he was doing. You know what I mean? And it seemed like, you know, the Clippers, I mean, it looked like finally they got a dude that said, I'm going to play big against you. Now y'all got to stop me. But you're going you're gonna to end up following me. So it is what it is. Big time. No JB, JB, tacos and all. So what's what if you come back from a half? So like what if you're losing by one at halftime? Yeah, and so, you come so back and win? yeah, so yeah, so if so if the team that's losing, say if it's Phoenix um is down by five at halftime and they come back to win, you get tacos. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go with tacos, man. I, I think Phoenix is gonna win tonight. Yeah, I think Phoenix is gonna win. I think I think Phoenix is gonna win tonight. Yeah. Um. I don't think no tacos tonight. We, we, we might get tacos Saturday night, hopefully. We might get tacos Saturday night or, or potentially next Tuesday, but it might get taco Tuesday game six, but you say, but um, definitely um, no tacos tonight. We'll probably get them on Saturday, potentially. Um, if the series, um, if the series go back to Phoenix, that'd be interesting. Um, NBA Finals on a Saturday night, and that's something that's that's historic. Right, right. <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. I was like, I was just hoping that Milwaukee won, so we can at least have a game on Saturday. Uh, yeah, when was the last? Game, when, when, when was the last time there was a finals game on a Saturday? Probably when it was on tape delay in the eighties. <laughs> 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 I who know? I know at this point. But yeah, man. So let's put a bow in this week's um, couch coach live. Uh, I'm going around the horn. Final thoughts. Plug your social media. Plug your projects. I'm going to go with you first, Mal, with your thoughts. I mean, your, your final thoughts, my bad. Oh, man. You know, great show. I'm happy to be back, man. I've been working hard, working hard to get to this point to get back on here. Um, you want to do my social media, you said? Yeah, social media, anything great. else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Sean Morgan on Facebook. Um, DT Morgan 78, um, Instagram and, um, you know, um, you know, sending love to, you know, my buddy, um, the Inslee family, the lost their grandmother and all that. You know what I'm saying? Just want to give him a shout out. Yeah. yeah. All right. JB. Oh uh, man. Good show. Um, we didn't talk about the Nigeria thing, so I didn't get a chance to share my tweet. So, <laughs> oh, you tweeted be another you Twitter? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Um, oh. I found I saw a tweet uh, that I that I that I that I screenshotted, but uh, okay. uh, another day, another, another day. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm back on Facebook, but I'm not really active on <laughs> Jamie Bailey on <laughs> Facebook. I don't have Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. So yeah, but uh, great show, man. It's nice. Yeah, CB, what you got? What you got cooking? Are you going? Can we can we divulge a, a future plan or or that's. No. Oh, yeah. no, no, we, we can Okay, okay, we can okay. All right, let's go. So, um, of course, you, know, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris underscore Bolton, B-O-L-T-O-N underscore 12, and on Instagram at Chris dot Bolton. Um, man, we got we got something cooking with here at OTBN, man. Got a, got a show coming in the future for college basketball for all the diehards who, who trying to keep up with college basketball hoops. We got a, a show coming on the network. In the upcoming months, right before the season kicks, you know, uh, tips off. So be on the lookout for that. Um, me and my guy Walker Bailey, he's going to be helping now. We're going to be uh, hosting the show together, so that's going to be dope. So um, we, we got you covered on that front. And uh, yeah, man, just follow me on social media, tweeting, tweeting all sports, uh, basketball, football. We got NFL coming up soon. 
Uh, you know, fantasy football coming up soon. So, um, you know, if you try and get in the league, holler at your boy. You can get scrubbed up too. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on social media, man. I'm looking forward to, to everything we got coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah, most definitely. Um, great show once again. Um Follow the podcast anyway. Um, anyway, because it's your podcast, Facebook, um, with social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Couch Coach Live. Also, um, the podcast, check out the podcast on Apple, Spotify, anyway, get your podcast. Also, um, watch the Football Guys podcast on Friday nights on the um, Other Ball Network as well. Uh, me and my guy Rob Cruz, um, episode four, uh, we'll get that going. Um, we got um, some other stuff we'll be doing, college football previews with our guy, Zach, uh, once again. Um, then we'll be starting our NFL previews. I want to say the next week or two, but we'll, we'll kind of keep everybody posted. And uh, we'll still be doing content, you know, definitely going to be pushing out uh, some more content on Off the Ball Network. Overreaction Monday is coming back September 13th. Um, you know, so that's another thing. So, yeah, man, this is this is a calm before the storm, man. You know, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I think we got. I think I had like maybe like a week or two before everything kind of kicks into full gear. And man, full speed ahead to Valentine's Day up at this yes, point. Because after February fourteenth, I am I am taking a break <laughs> for hey, sure. Chris, where, where you where you from? <clears throat> oh, I'm from Mississippi. Oh, okay, okay. My brother, yeah, he goes to. Um, He's an assistant coach for the Mississippi ba- girls basketball team. Okay, yeah, yeah. He yeah. go to school there, but he's one of the um, one of the um, side coaches. One of the coaches out there at state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Right. I yeah, might, man, I might cross yeah. paths with him. Yeah, his name is Isaiah Fernandez. You know what I'm saying? Bet. Right. keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, right. man. Stock, stock Vegas. We always talk about Stock Vegas. Oh, That's yeah, all. Man. Yeah, Stock Vegas is our little spot, you know. Hey, man, you gonna, you gonna yeah. pull up again, coach? Hey, man. Hey, I need to go back because you come know, come on to the I, real one time. I got to. You know, you already know. I, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm to, you know, I just got. You know, I'm trying to find, find some ways, man. I try to visit all my cousins. Yeah, get my man, cousin gonna, from the silk. I was like, you know, you're gonna eat good out here. Go and pull up one time. <laughs> you know. Oh, you already know. <laughs> you know, go eat good out there. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Definitely. I definitely. Um. Yeah, man. Definitely go back there. You know, hey, good, good times and bad times there. You know. Yeah. It's everywhere, though, you know. Yeah, man. Don't, 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 hold, don't, don't hold the bad times against Mississippi. Oh, no, too much. It, was one, it was one little thing, you know. <laughs> you know, it was one little thing. Your, your boy your boy got laid off in, in the cookout parking lot. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> you win. You win. You win. Yeah. <laughs> in the cookout parking lot. Wow. Because yeah. Yeah, <laughs> me, uh, me and Maui was on the road, right? Mm-hmm. So we had a, we had a job. We was you know do, doing our thing, and we had a conference call like on a Monday. So everybody doing their thing. I'm in the cookout parking lot because we had a we had a, a conference call, you know. And then it was like, yo, we let y'all go. Oh man! Don't let him home. front. He was happy. He was happy. He was ready to go home. He was ready to go home anyway. Like, 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 no oh, I ate though. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. But yeah, man. That was yeah, man. We definitely need to go back to um the stock Vegas, man. Definitely. Um and, and check out check out um um Mama Jean once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But yeah, right, man, he know had... Mama Jean. Yeah. What's that? He know Mama Jean. 
Oh, 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 I don't know, Mama Jean. I don't know, Mama Jean. Oh, yeah. Nah, you would yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man. So, this has been, um, yeah, man. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, once again, another great show. Um, definitely check out our guys on various social media networks and um, stay locked in, man. This has been this week's Couch Coach Live, man. We'll catch you guys next week.